What's up, everyone? Hello. How are you? Welcome into the worst uh, football show on the internet. No questions asked. A terrible football show. Episode four. My name is Alex Light with Sparky3. Hopefully you're having an incredible day. I really do hope that because you did stumble upon this show. So naturally, your day is just about to get a little bit worse. But who knows? You might get a laugh out of all of our terrible opinions and how we feel about everything going on in the wonderful game of football that we love so much. Well, I don't have Tyler in studio last week. That was a one-off. I only had him last week. Uh, but, you know, this week I got him on the phone. Maybe next week can get him back in studio. We'll see. Uh, Tyler, how you feeling, bud? How, how you feeling coming out of this weekend of uh, some college games, some NFL games? You, you, you hit some pretty solid predictions last week with some of your scores. How you feeling right now? You feeling on top of the world? Hey, I'm feeling pretty dandy, man. Feeling pretty dandy. Hey, uh, let, let, hey let's keep this thing rolling. <laughs> keep it rolling. That's right. That's right. Yeah, let's... Um, you know, he did have some pretty solid picks. You know, the Penn State one, he got pretty close on. He got damn, damn, damn close on the Georgia Vandy one. You predicted what? By 56 and the score is 62-0? Ooh, yep. you, you were close on that. Even Zach pointed that out in, a, in our recent uh, Animan Plus podcast where Zach's just like, yeah, I don't know a thing about football, but I tune in every once in a while, you know, to support the brand of Sparky3. And he was just like, man, Tyler's just like, boom, hitting him. One, boom, two, three. And he looks at – Zach looks at me. He's like, Alex, you're like on another fucking planet. I don't know what you're doing. And I'm just like, damn, man, come on, bro. Hey, man, I heard that. I heard that one. <laughs> hey, well, hey, hey, we'll, we will ring it in, all right, because we, we will ring it in, because let's look at some predictions here. All right, let's see how we did last week. Me and Tyler both went 11-5 and five in our NFL games. I had a rough start for the for the start of it, man. I did. Uh, my noon, I went 5-4 and four for noon, but I came back 3-1 and one for afternoon. You went 2-2, two and two, and then you went 0-1 uh, and one for both Sunday night and Monday night while I went 1-0. Oh, uh, oh. So we, we brought it back that way. If it wasn't for that, you would have beat me by this week. You're still beating me by one game, though. You're rocking 31-17 record for the NFL. I'm rocking a 30-18 and 18 record. But, man, this was not a good week for college for me. I threw out a lot of Hail Marys. I won't lie. When I I'm predicting these college games. They are a lot of Hail Mary picks just for the shits because uh, I don't follow college as close as the NFL. So it's a lot of just like, hey, let's yeet this out there and let's see what we got. I went one and three this weekend. I did not do good in college. I have a three and seven record. We got to bring that back. We're going to bring it back this week. I'm feeling it. I'm feeling this is going to be my week for college picks. Uh, meanwhile, you went three and one with a six and four overall record. Hey, we're going to bring it back. All right. I'm going to catch back up. I have seven college picks for this episode that I'm going to lock in. And Tyler, you got seven picks as well. We're going to have a good week of college predicting. I'm feeling it. But, hey, if we don't have a good week, then we're just being the trademark terrible football show. I mean, they're, they're, it's a win-win situation. You know what I mean? There is no actual losing here, okay? Because if you lose, you win because you're staying true to what the show is, being a terrible show, all right? So either way, we're coming out on top with this. Uh, but before we jump into it, if you could, go follow us at Twitter, at TerribleFBShow, where you can see Mon and Tyler's terrible fantasy locks every Sunday morning. Got to start tracking these, man. I had, uh, once again, a couple hits, a couple misses. Justin Fields, obviously, being my biggest miss. We're going to talk about that here pretty shortly. Uh, Tyler had some good hits in this as well. Make sure, make sure you go to follow us on Twitter at TerribleFBShow. Stay up to date with all that good stuff going on that we've got throwing out there. And uh, if, you like, if you're into gaming, if you're an anime manga, I, got, I do have a lot of harder gamers and anime plus. You can go check out those shows if you would so be kind. I would appreciate that. But if not, eh, I mean, it is what it is. No big deal. Thank you for tuning in this one at the very least. Lastly, if you want to support us for the Patreon, it's a great way to do so. But don't feel obligated to just be a friend. Tell a friend that you listen to the show. We can call it good. All right, let's jump into it. Uh, hey, Tyler, where do we want to start today? Uh, you, you pick, man. You you just tell me. You tell me where we want to start, and that's where we'll start. Well, considering this is a terrible-ass show, yep. you have terrible-ass news, let's talk about a terrible-ass coach. And you know where I'm going with this. <sighs> All right. Yep. We're jumping into the big one. All right. So we're leading the show off with the big one, the big topic. Hey, I'm, I'm on. Let's just, let's just point it out right now. All right. Detroit's going to be Chicago, and y'all finally going to get that monkey off y'all's back. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. So, first and foremost, let me go ahead and address this. You know, with this show, Tyler and I do always want to highlight our favorite teams. I mean, we're the host of the show. We want to highlight them, all right? I am a Bears fan, but we just friendly reminder, we are a football first show it just so happens that the bears is one of the biggest talking points for this week i got a lot to talk about here all right 
There's there's so much to digest. Let, let's start with the good. All right, let, let's start there. All right, let's start with the good. Uh, Chicago is moving forward with uh, making a purchase over there at Arlington Park to set up building a new stadium. That's a that's a that's a big deal. Uh, I have been to Chicago. I have been to Soldier Field. It is a beautiful stadium, historic stadium. But there is obviously improvements that do, that needs to be made. I mean, while the stadium is aesthetically beautiful, I mean it does look like a beautiful stadium. But any player that's played there, they basically say, "Yeah, Chicago's a dump." The field sucks. All right, we we know that. We know the field is is garbage. We've known that for a while. All right, you know when it comes to Soldier Field, you know we've played there for so long. It's a historic stadium, right there in downtown Chicago. Great spot, but we don't own the stadium, obviously. So us wanting to go over to Arlington Park, we get to build from scratch. All right, this is a great move. This is a great business move for Chicago. Okay, because they're going to get to build like casinos, hotels, whole nine yards. It's going to be absolutely beautiful and fantastic. Chicago is seeing what L.A. has done. They are seeing what. Vegas has done, and they want to they want to dip up in that as well. All right, totally fair. The mayor is obviously kind of fighting about about this a little bit. Chicago is locked in to Soldier Field till twenty twenty three, so we'll see how this all plays out. It's obviously going to be a while before this new stadium is good to go. Anyway, Arlington is about forty five minutes to an hour away from the city of Chicago, which is not unheard of anyway. Because I mean, let's look at San Francisco. They don't play in San Francisco anymore. I don't remember where they play. Um, and then Dallas, they obviously don't play in Dallas either. Um, so, I mean, this is not, and, you know, the, the two New York teams, they don't play in New York, they play in New Jersey. And, you know, they play in a different state. Uh, so, you know, it being out of the city is not unheard of. You know, it's a good open space. They're going to get to do a lot of damage over there, building up some wonderful stuff. I'm pumped for this. I am pumped. There is only one thing that I will say is just like, okay, that, that kind of sucks for us, but I do understand is obviously, let's be real, Tyler, they're going to build a dome. Okay. They're going to build a dome. That's obvious. We know that, all right? There's no way they would not build a dome. Now, the reason why it's like, okay, that kind of sucks is because that the sort of cold weather that you get in Chicago, that's a home field advantage for us, just like it is for, like, let's say, Green Bay. You know what I mean? Like, people coming through Chicago with that sort of weather, that is an advantage for us. When you get a, a hot weather you know, natural environment team coming to Chicago, they're, they're going to potentially have a tough time. In 2018 – with how much we were rocking, you know, going into the, that playoff, I said to you, and you can back me up on this, I said that if the playoff somehow ran through Chicago all the way up to the NFC Championship, I thought we were going to go to the Super Bowl for sure. Did I not say that? You did. It's because of the weather. It's because of the environment. The players being used to that sort of environment. Obviously, things didn't turn out that way. We had the, uh, the unfortunate uh, double doink. It is what it is. We don't talk about that. We're moving on. But that weather is such a it's such an advantage for the team. So us getting a dome, it's kind of a bummer in that capacity. But then you look at the flip side, they're going to build a dome because, hey, they can now host the Super Bowl. They can host, like, WrestleMania and all these other, like, WWE events. They can host different concerts there. I mean, it's, it's, it's a money move, all right? I, I'm not a fan of Ted Phillips, our president, at all. This guy doesn't know a, a damn thing about football. This guy probably doesn't know what a first and ten is. All right, he's a businessman. That that's his role. So him doing this, McCaskey's doing this. This is a business move. All right, which it's going to benefit for us. We're going to get a beautiful stadium. Can't wait to play it on Madden. Hopefully, I get to see it. Hopefully, I get to see a game there eventually. Can't wait. It's going to be great. Now that we talked about the good, let's talk about the bad. And there's a lot. I've been I've been a Bears fan for fifteen plus years now. And Sunday's game against the Browns was one of the most pathetic excuses of a game that I've ever seen as a Bears fan. I'm disgusted in every way. This is the worst offensive calling that I have ever seen, and I went through the couple years of Mark Trestman. Don't get me wrong, I know Mark Trestman had a, a little bit of glory where I think at the highest, I think he was like number eighth in the league in offense uh, in his first year. You know, that was the, as highest he ended up getting, so that's pretty solid, let's be real. But obviously after that, it all went downhill. This offensive guru from the CFL didn't do shit after that. But that was the worst excuse of offense that I have ever seen as a Bears fan in Chicago. Justin Fields, what what are we fucking doing with him? I Six for 20, that doesn't look good at, at stat, but you look at where his incompletions are, you look at his completions, you're not rolling him outside the pocket like you're supposed to. You're not taking it down deep. This guy didn't even throw balls that was over 20 yards for the most part. I mean, what are we doing? What are we doing? I mean, with the and then the O line, what the hell is happening with this O line, man? Sacked nine times. Because of that, we technically only had one net yard passing, which is the lowest since like what, 1981, I believe was the stat, if I remember correctly. 
Like, what are we yeah. doing? Fire this man. Matt Nagy needs to be fired. You know, he had a presser today on Wednesday, okay? A presser that was not planned, by the way. Let me stress that. He was not supposed to talk to the media today, all right? He came out, he was talking about things, and he said there was a lot of good, healthy conversations that he's going to leave internally. But he he's not a, he's not t- saying who's going to be doing play calling on Sunday. He's not he's not saying, which tells me there is changes to be made, which is good. Get the play calling out of this dumbass's hands. Okay, he's supposed to be this offensive guru, but what the hell has he done since he's been in Chicago? 21st, 23rd, and I think 28th, and currently the 32nd ranked offense in the NFL since he's been here? He rode the back of a Super Bowl championship level defense in 2018. I'm, I, I will fight. I will fight and die on this hill. That was a Super Bowl level defense. It was our offense. All they had to do in 2018, and I said this during that 2018 campaign. Todd can back me up on this. All the offense had to do was just enough. That's all they had to do. I didn't. I wasn't sitting there saying they had to win the games because I didn't think they could win the games. Dude, I mean, you're supposed to be this offensive guru, but you look at where his offensive ranks have been. It's garbage. It's garbage, man. And then you you know, you're coming out here with Justin Fields and you know, not utilizing Justin's talents. Because the problem with Nagy, and I said this last season, I said this the season before, is Nagy is dead set determined to take a guy and fit him into Nagy's offense. Nagy's not taking his offense and molding it around the around the talents of his quarterback. Now let me stress this, but let me stress this by when I when I say it, I am not a, a Trubisky fan. You know, Trubisky's a great guy. I wish him nothing but the best. I hope his career is absolutely phenomenal going forward. But I was never a Trubisky guy. He started one year at North Carolina. That was average as can be. All right, I'm not sitting here saying Trubisky was not also the problem. All right, but I, I'm what I'm saying is Trubisky was not 100 percent of the problem. It was a mix. Trubisky was not the guy. Now, Justin could be the guy. We don't know. You know, we have no idea. But as of right now, Matt's not the guy. And I will say this with how, with how with where we are, with how terrible we looked, you know, last season coming into last season, I was immediately turned off from week one because Nagy was still there, because Tr- Mitch was still there. You know, we, had, we, we brought in Foles. I was turned off. From week one, where it's just like this will be a waste of a season. We went five and zero. I am still turned off because you look at the teams we beat. Look at how we won. We were not a good football team. We ended eight and eight after a five and one start. I think is what it was five and one. I I was you know I'm a hardcore realist. I see it how it is. Where it's like we are not a good football team coming into this season. As I've said to Tyler, as I've said privately and you know I think even on this show, all this season is is about hope. It's like let's see what the future is going to be because you know Tyler, you're the one that even said it. This ain't our year. This ain't our year. No. We we ain't win the damn Super Bowl from week from week Hell one. No. Hell no, no chance. All this season is is about showing the potential for what's to come. And I can tell you, after that piss ass performance against the Browns of offensive play calling, I'm tuned the fuck out until Nagy's out. Uh, flat out and simple. I'm 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 already done with the Bears. Let's see and let's see how the Browns are going to do for the rest of the season. Cause that's one of my that's one of my teams I like to follow. Let's see how the Seahawks going to be doing. Jacksonville's garbage. I'm not an Urban Meyer guy, so I'm kind of tuned out of how things are going on in Jacksonville until Urban's gone. But hey, I guess I'm gonna ride the Seahawks and the Browns. Let's see how they're going to do for the rest of the year. But fire, hey, fire. You, you know what? This, you know what this year is? What? This is a a wait and see till Brian Dayball gets in Chicago. Yep, that's right. That's right. At this, that's what it is. Yo, at this point, dude, I want. First off, first off, Eric Bieniemy. Yo, I wish him the best. This guy's gonna be a head coach, whether it's gonna be at USC or in the NFL. But I don't. But keep that man away from Chicago. I, I don't think I can yep. deal with. I don't think I can deal with another Andy Reid guy. I don't think I can. I'm good. Yeah. I'm good. Yeah, I, y'all, y'all need y'all need Dayball. I want like, Dayball or need... Joe Brady right now. As of now, I could my opinion could change. But as of now, coming out of week three, I want uh, Doball or Joe Brady down in, in Carolina. That's the two that I want. See, um, I want if, – if we was to lose Dayball in Buffalo, the only, the, the only place I want to see him go is Chicago just to see you. how he would how he would help Phil. Like, y'all need – y'all need a quarterback. Y'all, y'all, need, y'all need help in Chicago with the quarterback situation. Dayball, he – I believe he would he would be that answer, and y'all could succeed. 
Yeah, I agree. I agree completely. Uh, you know, Dayball or or like I said, Joe Brady, man. I, I Dayball is my number one. That's who. That's who I would ideally want. And um, you know, when it comes to, when it comes to the Nagy situation, man, I, I'm very curious how this is all going to play out because as of now, you got to think. You know, Ryan Pace and, and Matt Nagy, they're a package deal. You know. So if Matt Nagy's getting fired, Pace is getting fired as well. But I'm kind of curious how that's going to happen because when it comes to the Bears, man, look, I know, I know the McCas- I know you know Virginia McCaskey, you know she's still the the primary owner. Okay, I get this, you know. But when when she when she got the Bears, you know she got it as a trust essentially. You know, at the end of the day, they they they're just here to make money. I mean, like I said, look at our president with Ted Phillips. This man doesn't know a damn thing about football, but he's our president. Okay. You know they're here to make money. This, you know, we have nothing but business people running running the Bears right now, and that, and that's part of the problem about being a Bears fan is that you don't have football minded people running the organization. When it comes to Ryan Pace, he's had he's very aggressive. We know that. We've seen that time and time again. This man is aggressive, but man, I've defended this man time and time again, and I'm going to continue to defend him. This man is a hell of a talent evaluator. He missed on Trubisky. He missed on Kevin White. I get it, okay? he Those were two massive misses, all right? And he's missed on Matt Nagy, obviously, in my opinion. But you look at what this man does on day two and three of the draft. Rounds two to seven, he has some misses there, too. Adam Shaheen in the second round. All right, don't get me wrong. But you look at his hit. You look at Darnell Moody. You look at Adrian Amos. Even though Eddie Jackson's really kind of declined, Eddie Jackson. You look at Cody Whitehair, James Daniels. You know, the list goes on. This man has some hits. And for potentially what he has coming out of this past draft is hits as well. This man can do well at evaluating talent. So it, 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 there is a part of me that doesn't want to see him, you know, see – Pace get let go. I did. I did see one scenario that uh, a page that I follow uh, they posted, where a great scenario would be to fire Ted Phillips and make Ryan Pace the president, because you get a football minded guy as the president. And honestly, I might actually be for that move. I don't completely hate Ryan Pace, even though he he put us four years back with Trubisky. I re- because he he has done so much more for the team as well. All right, he's made a lot of mistakes, and do I think we could get a breath of fresh air with the new GM? Yes, and, I, and do I think it could be good? Yes, and do I think it's going to probably happen? Yeah, because Matt Nagy and Pace, I believe, are a package deal. All I'm saying is, if Pace does not get fired, I won't horribly be fucked up about it. You know, will I be a little upset? Eh, I'm not going to be 100% happy, but I'm not going to be pissed off. You know what I mean? Right now, it's Nagy, man. Nagy is the problem. He, with his with his coaching with his with his play calling of him being so controlling of his play calling and so stubborn with it he is the problem and he's got to be fired I'm gonna go ahead and lock in my pick right now for week four of these NFL games the city of Detroit has gained a new fan I'm, I'm pulling for the lines I am pulling for the lines let's get it Detroit let's beat Chicago because I'm seeing reports that if Detroit beat Chicago Nagy is and I'm sure Nagy's a nice guy, but I don't like him as an NFL head coach. And that's my beef with him as, a, as an NFL head coach who happens to be the head coach of my favorite team. So that's where my beef is. Detroit, you got a new fan for this weekend. Let's get it. Dan Campbell, let's chew some kneecaps off. Let's beat the Bears and get Nagy out the building. And then I'll start riding the Bears from that point forward. As of right now, I'm just turned off of the Bears, man. They're my favorite squad, but enough's enough. I'm a realist. This is enough. We got to move on. This is this is ridiculous. This is a, a, a now currently a waste of Fields' time. It's a waste of the fans' time. This is actually the first time I've ever seen all Bears fans globally united in one stance to fire Nagy. Ugh. All right, now that I got all that out, Tyler, do you have any thoughts on the Chicago situation? I kind of drug that out longer than I wanted to, but you got thoughts on this whole thing? I mean, I'm just hoping Detroit can beat y'all. <laughs> so nobody <laughs> y'all get that scrub about y'all. That's all damn city. Man. Man. Enough's enough, right? Man, that's just, no, man, it sucks. It's embarrassing. I'm sorry. It's a tough time to be a Bears fan right now. It's a tough time. Man. It's a tough time, man. Uh, all right, well, let's move over from there. Uh, let's let's hit this one. Let's hit Big Ben, man. Let's talk about this one. Uh, all right, is Big Ben done? Is he done done? Because I feel like he's done done. You know, uh, dude, this guy, 
he he has just steadily declined to decline. This guy is a legendary quarterback over these past few years, obviously. He has been trying to stand the test of time. But, I mean, is he done, done? Because, I mean, it feels like he's done, done. Oh, yeah, he's, he's, he's done, though. He is. He's out the door. They're already looking They're already looking for his replacement out down there in, uh, in, where's, uh, in Ole Miss, Oxford. They're looking for Matt Corral. Matt Corral. He's going to come and save the day. Or, you know what? Shit. If, if they can't get Corral, if they if they don't tank enough, shit, go up there to Ames, Iowa, and go get Brock Purdy. Brock Purdy. There you go. Okay. Haven't talked about him in a while. Now, let me, ask, let me ask you one question about the Big Ben situation that I was thinking about. Because it, this is a little bit different because of the head coach status, you know, from, from the situation I'm about to reference. Because of how Big Ben is playing, do you think Mike Tomlin's going to pull the plug on this himself and bench Ben at some point like Eli was benched? You know, I, I referenced that because obviously Ben and Eli, same draft class, but different coaching situation. You had Ben Makado, Makado, whatever his, his name is, that didn't do shit for New York. He's the one that pulled the plug on that one. You know, now you got, you know, you got Tomlin. We're talking about these two been together his entire time. Do you think Tomlin's going to pull the plug on Big Ben and bench him for Mason Rudolph or Dewey Haskins or – you know, is Big Ben going to ride out this season? Yeah, I, I think he's just going to ride it out. I don't think Tomlin going to pull the plug on him. Okay. You know, I mean, they're not going to fire Tomlin if he keeps them in, you know? Right, right. Like no, his, I, his, I, job I, is, he, his job is safe. Yeah, his job is <laughs> like, like, he might, safe. He might, be, he might be the safest coach in the NFL right now. So, yeah, he's, like, he's just going to let leave him in, ride that ship. Okay. figure out what, what next quarterback they're going to have. Yeah, and Matt Corral down in Ole Miss, man. Uh, Matt Golden Corral, um, he, that is a good possibility. Matt is Matt's popping off right now at Ole Miss, and, and Matt's going to have his first real test this weekend. Uh, number 12, Ole Miss going to number one, Alabama. We're going to talk about that here in a little bit. Um, but, man, with this draft, you know, coming into this season, your top three guys was Spencer Rattler uh, coming out of Oklahoma. Uh, Sam Howell out of North Carolina, and Malik uh, Willis out of Liberty. Those were your top three guys. And right now, Spencer and Sam, dude, they they have consistently just, like, not looked great. I mean, they've looked okay. Sam is kind of bouncing back after that horrendous week one start, which coming into the season, people were going to keep their eye on Sam because, as I've said before, he lost all of his weapons in the draft last year. So coming into the season, people are going to keep an eye on that, and it's kind of showing a little bit. But, you know, with how much they're struggling, the – Two, the, the two questions I have for you, Tyler, is one, is Spencer and Sam, are they going to bring it back in? Are they going to reel it in? Are they going to be back being these top guys? Or if not, who is the top guy in your mind for potentially the next year? Who, as of right now, who is going to be the top guy for next year's draft? Uh, to me, it's, it's Matt Corral. Matt like, Corral, okay, okay. Yeah, that's just, that, that's just how I see it. I mean, he, he's yet to throw an interception. I mean, he'll probably – more likely than not, it'll change Saturday. But, like, he's just been a lights out. I mean, I don't see a reason for it not to be mad. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm actually, I'm actually gonna agree with you on that one, man. I'm, fe- I'm feeling Matt at number one. Number two, I would actually still give it to Spencer for now. But when I say he's at two, is he's on the hot seat for me. Number three, I'd give it to Malik and then Sam at four. That's my top four for the 2020 NFL draft right now. We'll see how this kind of changes around and stuff. Uh, now, just talking about college guys some more, like let's just talk about like Heisman for a second. Are we are we just kind of are we gonna ride? How are you feeling on this? Are we feeling Matt right now? Or are you still feeling Bryce Young? Man, I don't really, it's a it's a toss up. Isn't it? I mean, this game is gonna really be big. Depends. Yeah, it's the winner of this is probably gonna be leading. Leave my husband, in my opinion. Hey, what about Malik though? I know he, you know, he plays for kind of a smaller school there in the D one, but uh, yo, Malik's looking pretty good. Where did Malik come from? I forgot. Man, that is a good question. Oh, um, I'll, I'll look it up real quick. But yeah, I mean, what, what's your thoughts on how Malik's been playing, man? Liberty. I mean, obviously, you know, a newer school to D one. They haven't been in D one that long. I think only a few years. Uh, I could be wrong on that. But uh, but man, Malik, he's playing really well. He did come from Auburn, is where he came from. He came from Auburn and transferred to Liberty. But man, he's he's been looking pretty solid. Oh yeah, he's been he's been doing some damage up there in uh in Liberty. Man, ain't their coach uh and it's still Hugh Freeze. Uh, at Liberty? Yeah. Uh, I believe so. I can also fact check that. I can, man, I can't remember if he done got fired or not. 
You know, you know yes, how he yes. is. Yes, Hugh Freeze is uh, head coach <laughs> of Liberty. Yes, man. Hey, talk about talk about turning a program around. Yo, you ain't lying, man. To turn a program around the most beautiful way possible by getting a you know a solid uh, you know SEC quarterback coming over to help play for you with the league. But no, nah, I mean, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna be with you though. This weekend is gonna be big for the Heisman polls. You know, for you know Bryce and uh, for Matt. So I'm, I'm definitely looking forward to this game. Uh, final talking point that we have for today, man. We have we have a big matchup this weekend that we got to talk about. This is one of the biggest matchups in recent NFL history. A game that I think everyone's going to have their eye on, and rightfully so. This game is at prime time, Sunday night football. We got we got Tampa Tommy going up to Foxborough. Tampa Bay Buccaneers going to the New England Patriots. This is big, man. But hey, shout out, shout out to Bill Belichick in his interview. He comes up, he's just like, "Hey guys, what's going on? Anything in the news?" You know, just messing with the reporters on that. So shout out to that uh, little joke there. But man, how you feeling about this game with Tom Brady going up to New England? The, he has he's being set up obviously for the potential to be, I believe, only the third quarterback in history to beat all thirty-two teams. Drew, uh, not Drew, Peyton and Brett being the only other players that's done that. Yeah, yeah. So how, and, uh, how you feeling right now? Man, hey, ever since he left New England, I've been a I've been a Tom Brady fan a little bit. I ain't gonna lie to you. <laughs> All right, hey, listen, listen, <laughs> listen. Florida Tom is a whole different human being. <laughs> and I love it. I love Florida Tom. He's a whole different person. Man. Especially having Gronk down there with him, man. He's just he's just out there just showing out now. He's like he's like Bill Belichick would never let me do none of this. Man, this is going to be a hell of a game to watch. Um, I'm I'm pumped to watch this game. I I have not been like this pumped just to watch like a random regular season game of that doesn't involve my team. And God, dude, I don't know how long a long ass time. You know, I am very excited to, to to tune into this game. I can't help but to think that Tom's going to you know just absolutely just destroy them are you kind of feeling the same way or do you think bill's gonna get the better of them no nah, yeah tampa tampa's gonna destroy them <laughs> tom's out for tom is out for blood tom is yeah. out for blood dude yeah he ain't giving no no little remorse he's about to blow them out he don't even care Oh, dude, I'm, I'm pumped to watch it. I'm very pumped to watch it. I can go ahead and tell you right now, I am locking in the Tampa Bay Buccaneers for that pick. I'm, I can, I'll go ahead and say that now. I, I do believe, especially with, uh, with Mac, man, Mac is, uh, he's, he's looked okay in some capacities, but he definitely looks like a rookie quarterback. You know what I mean? And I, I don't think he's going to be able to go toe for toe, toe, for toe with, uh, with Tom Brady and not to mention that Tampa defense is scary. It is a scary defense, and they just added, they just added a new piece to that defense. Transition itself over to the news. Richard Sherman officially signs with Tampa Bay. That's going to be a nice little boost for that Tampa secondary. A lot of veteran leadership there. Uh, some other things that we have in the news is the Lions have released Jamie Collins. They were looking to trade him, couldn't get a partner set up, but I would expect Jamie's going to potentially go back to New England. We'll keep an eye on that situation. Uh, Marlon Mack recently hasn't been playing for the Colts, but the reason why is Ma- uh, the Colts are looking to trade Marlon. He is healthy and on a one-year deal. Get that trade done, he can go do some damage somewhere. Uh, a couple of injury things here to talk about. Uh, what we got one more signing. That's right. We have Josh Gordon. He did sign with KC. Tyler, what's your thoughts on that one? One. Do you think Josh is going to explode with KC, or it's going to be the same kind of average Josh that we've seen the past few years? Man, I, I don't know because KC they they let everybody get the ball over there. Yeah, you're right. You're so right. I mean, I, I mean, he might not be a fantasy presence or anything, but he, he could probably reach about four or five hundred receiving yards on the year. You know? Okay, okay. Nothing, nothing too drastic, you know. Right, right. Uh, a couple injuries, but also, hey, also, he probably won't end of the year. I mean, let's be realistic. He'll, he'll probably get popped here in about two, three weeks. <laughs> he'll get popped. I mean, we'll see. We'll, I mean, you're right. We'll see. Talk about just like a depressing career, honestly, because, I mean, he had that one unbelievable year in Cleveland and then it's just been constant troubles ever since. But, hey, at least he doesn't give up. You know, he keeps trying. He, he keeps hey, trying. Is, is it really, hey, is it really depressing if people still know your name and you ain't played in like 10 years? I mean, you fair. keep getting tight. Fair, fair, fair. <laughs> 
Uh, a couple injury things to shout out here is KJ Hamler. He did tear his uh, ACL up there in Denver. Uh, T's and P's over there. Uh, Josh Norman, man, he left the first half. I mean, I'm not a Josh Norman fan. I think he's I think he's a little punk. Um, but he did leave the first half due to a chest injury and was spitting up blood, was taken to the hospital. He is stabilized. Even though I'm not a fan of him, obviously you don't wish injury on anyone in the game. Uh, T's and P's to Josh. Hopefully everything's hey, all you, good over there. Hey, you know who else ain't a fan of him? Who? Derek Henry. Yeah, that's true. Tossing him like a rag doll. One of the best stiff Boy. arms I've ever seen, man. Right up there with the beast quake and that stiff arm. Just throwing another human being across the field like like a rag doll. You love to see it. Those, those are some of the best runs to watch, man. Just earth-shattering runs. I, I love running backs like that. Some of my favorite running backs of all time. Uh, last piece of news that we got, and I'm kind of interested to see how this is going to play out. Uh, C.J. Henderson, we talked. I think we actually mentioned him last week about being potentially being traded. Uh, you know, first round draft pick in 2019 with the Jacksonville Jaguars. He is officially being traded to Carolina. Uh, Carolina uh, Jacksonville is getting. I think it's uh, Dan Thomas. I believe was his name. I could Dan be wrong. Arnold. Dan, thank you, Arnold. Couldn't remember put his name. Respect on him. Put some uh, respect my, on my bad, my bad, my bad. I'll put some respect. My bad, Arnold. All right, Dan Arnold. All right. He, he, he's taking he's taking T both spot. Uh, I know, I know. Yeah, a very tight end needy team down there in Jacksonville. But I am kind of curious how this is going to play out for CJ. Man, CJ. I'm not going to sit here and just completely bash Jacksonville. It is just Jacksonville. They stink. Let's be honest. I, I like I like the Jags, but they stink. But, you know, CJ has not looked good, flat out. Like, he has definitely looked like he does not belong in the NFL. So I am kind of curious to see how he's going to do in Carolina. This is actually much needed because we did see uh, J.C. Horn did get injured this past week. So I don't know the extent on J.C.'s injury, but uh, CJ coming in could help re- provide some relief there. Maybe we'll see a little bounce back from his career. I'm not going to compare this to the Minka situation because Minka did not look terrible in Miami. He just looked average and just got traded and became a superstar, basically. CJ has flat-out looked bad. I'm gonna go, I'll am gonna. i go ahead and say it. He has flat-out looked bad. So I am kind of curious if he can bounce his career back up in Carolina. Hopefully so. I did also see, well, last, uh, last little thing here, and we'll go over some college uh, predictions and stuff, uh, Isaiah Wilson. Remember him, Tyler? You know, first round yep. draft pick to the Titans, never played a damn snap, got released at, within a year. He did get signed to the practice squad for the Giants. Kind of curious yep. to see if he'll bounce his career back, but I sure as shit thought his career was done. <laughs> a lot of off the field issues. A lot of off the field issues with him. Offensive tackle out of Georgia. It helps ring any Bell's names. So he is on the practice squad with New York Giants. We'll see if he can bounce his career back. Um, with that said, I guess we can go ahead and go talk about some college stuff, huh? Um, all right, so week four college games, Miami beat Central Connecticut a 69, a nice 69 to zero, which, I mean, Central Connecticut, man, it's just kind of be expected. It still doesn't get me overly excited for Miami season. I mean, let's beat some more, like some some solid, decently okay D1 teams, and I might get a little bit more on board. We're like, all right, we'll get a bowl win. Uh, Penn State did beat Villanova 38-17. Todd, what was your prediction? I mean, you were pretty close there, bud. 38-21. Yeah, look at that. Shout out to Tyler. Tyler is clearly much better at calling college games than me. That's just that's very clear. I am I am staying true to the show's motto of being a terrible show. Uh, Notre Man, Dame. I just, I just know my team, son. I just know my team. That's fair. That's fair. I clearly do not. Uh, Notre Dame beat Wisconsin 41-13. Hawaii beats New Mexico State 41-21. Tulsa beats Arkansas State 41-34, which that one was one that I was kind of feeling. Tulsa put up a pretty good fight the week before. I can't remember who they played. But they did put a pretty good fight the week before. I think, uh, was it Ohio State that they played the week before? I don't remember. But uh, UCLA yeah, beat uh, Stanford 35-24, and UCF was on a bye. Uh, all right, let's go through some notable um, you know, top 25 games we had going on. Uh, number 16-ranked Arkansas actually beat number 7th-ranked Texas A&M 20-10. Uh, NC State, yo, hey, Tyler, you got that prediction right. In double overtime, beat number 9th-ranked Clemson 27-21, man. Clemson, rough spot, rough spot. I think they're ranked what twenty five now. They're like they're on the cusp, dude. Oh yeah, they barely there. Yeah, they barely there, dude. Baylor beat uh, you know Brock Purdy's uh, Iowa State uh, you know, thirty one to twenty nine. Close game there. Oklahoma State beat number twenty fifth ranked Kansas State thirty one twenty. That did make Baylor and Oklahoma State both ranked now. Georgia Tech beat twenty one ranked UNC forty five. 22. Sam Howell's uh, Tar Heels, man, not looking too hot. And the random little shout-out here is uh, number four OU barely beat West Virginia 
16-13. I'm telling you, man, these supposed top guys, Spencer and Sam, they, they ain't looking too hot right now. And, then, you know, coming out of this, man, how are you feeling about Clemson? Is Clemson's dynasty dead? Yeah, they're, they're done, though. They need a quarterback. Yeah, until they get a new quarterback, dude, they're done. <laughs> Flat out, they're done. <laughs> it's over. Clemson's just over as long as DJ's at the helm. You know, no disrespect to him. I'm sure he's a great guy, but, I mean, he ain't going to do it for Clemson. Man, the only thing good for them is they're in the ACC. <laughs> yeah, true, true. True, yeah. I, I do feel like they're probably dead, though. Um, and then coming into this week, uh, how our teams are going to be playing, uh, Indiana is going over to Penn State, who is fourth ranked in the nation. Bubba, how are you feeling about that? We are nation at number four. Are you feeling good right now? A little bit, a little bit, especially from last year when Indiana kind of kind of snuck away with a, a victory against us. True. I, mean, I think I think we're going to do pretty good. I think you guys are in a pretty good spot as well. Uh, Virginia is coming down to Miami to visit us. Uh, we got a pretty big matchup this week. Number seventh ranked Cincinnati is going over to visit number ninth ranked Notre Dame. I have it ranked. I have it. Uh, I have it typed up as eighth ranked Notre Dame on the script because I'm so good at what I do. Uh, UCF is going to visit Navy. Arkansas State is going to visit Georgia Southern. Number eighteenth ranked Fresno is going to Hawaii. And Arizona State's going to visit 20th ranked UCLA. Some notable games we got. Yeah, we got a very, we got a couple very big games this week. Uh, we have eighth ranked Arkansas going to second ranked Georgia. And like we've already mentioned, 12th ranked Ole Miss going to visit number one Alabama. And then the two teams that was unranked and pulled some upsets last week and got ranked are going head to head this week. 21st ranked Baylor going up against 19th ranked Oklahoma State. A lot of big games this week, in my opinion. We're starting to get into the good stuff of college football. Week four, we're starting to get to the good stuff, man. Cincinnati, Notre Dame, uh, Arkansas, Georgia, Ole Miss, Alabama. We're getting to some good shit. And I got to say, for the Cincinnati-Notre Dame game, this is, in my opinion, the biggest game in Cincinnati's history. You know, this is it, dude. You're going to the Big 12 in a year or two. You know, you're going to a Power 5. You're seventh ranked in the nation. You're going up against number nine ranked Notre Dame against your former head coach. Cincinnati's got to get this dub, dude. They have, they've got to get this dub to prove that, hey, we are fucking legitimate. Uh, Tyler's got eight predictions for this week. I mean, he's got seven, and I've got seven. Seven and seven for our predictions this week. Uh, Tyler, you want to go ahead and jump into our, our game predictions? You got any thoughts on any of these games? Well, man, let's, let's, let's continue that Notre Dame Cincy talk. Because this game, this, hey, this game right here. It's big. That, deter- that determines. If these two teams are for real, you you right, like, you right. Like you can only skate by so much if your Notre Dame is Tennessee. This is a, this is a, this is a good matchup right here. I like it, and man, I'm gonna take I'm gonna take Notre Dame against Tennessee. Man, I think they're I think they're for real now. I think they finally figured out their little groove with the uh, their new quarterback and everything. I think they I think they got Tennessee on this week. So I am also calling for the Cincy-Notre Dame game, and I'm going to agree with you completely. I've been kind of like, as we can see on the show, the past three episodes, I've been kind of anti-Notre Dame. I haven't really felt like they're legitimate, but I'm with you 100%. I feel like Notre Dame is starting to figure out who they are, and they're starting to get in motion. But I got to ride with the Bearcats, baby. I'm going to ride with Cincinnati. I love Desmond up in Cincinnati. I'm going to ride with them. I want to see Cincinnati become a legitimate squad a legitimate team. Notre Dame, it's Notre Dame, baby. We know Notre Dame. We know that's one of the top schools in the country. Let's get it, Cincinnati. Let's prove that you belong with the best. I'm riding with the Bearcats. Um, what about all right, what about the Arkansas-Georgia game? I've called against Arkansas these past few weeks, man. Sam Pittman's really looking like they're doing he's doing some wonderful things over there in Fayetteville. But yo, this is a big test, dude. Georgia's offense is looking good. That defense is looking deadly. Do you think Arkansas is going to get this upset, or do you think Georgia is going to go ahead and put them back in their place? Man, I put I put down on my little prediction thing that Arkansas is going to lose it, man. Dude, hey, I don't know, man. Something about Arkansas right now. They got the smoke and they got the fire. They about to come to Georgia. I'm on. I'm gonna go ahead and say it. They're gonna beat Georgia. They're gonna beat Georgia. Ooh. Hey, eleven o'clock kickoff. They're gonna beat Georgia. They're gonna beat them by about seventeen. 17? Oh, come on. 17. Oh, hey, 17. It's, oh, come on, man. 
34-17. I think if, if Arkansas is going to win, it's going to be close. And, man, I really don't know how to call this game, dude. I really don't. I, I feel like Arkansas right now, like, every time I call against them, they, they win. And I'm just like, all right, yeah, is this a sign? Do I need to call for the, for the Razorbacks in this game? But, man, Georgia just looks like a different animal right now, man. They really do. That offense is clicking. That defense, like I said, is deadly. I don't know if I can pull – I don't know if I can if I can say Arkansas is going to win. I think it's going to be a very good game. I think it's going to be a very close game. It's going to be must-watch TV. I do I do think that for sure. I, all right, I'm going gonna, I'm, I'm gonna to ride with Georgia. I'm going to ride with Georgia. I feel like they're going to get it. But I will say this. If Arkansas gets the dub, I, that's, that's my lesson learned. I'm not, I'm not going to – I'm not going to pick anyone else against Arkansas for the rest of the year. I'm going to ride with Arkansas for the rest of the season. Uh, that's going to be my sign. That's going to be the universal sign that, Alex, you need to ride with this squad no matter what. But I'm going to ride with Georgia on this one. I think Georgia is a legitimate team this year. I like what I'm seeing out of the Bulldogs. Uh, next up, next big game we've got for the week, uh, Old Miss and Bama. How are you feeling on this one, dude? This, Like we talked about, this is going to be a big game of potential Heisman finalists. Yeah, and uh... – Bama, they're still Bama, True. just in case anybody anybody wanted. So, man, I'm gonna, I'm gonna take Bama. I'm gonna take Bama this time. I mean, I like I like Corral a lot more than I like Bryce, but True. hey, I'm gonna I'm gonna ride is. with you on that one. Bama's still Bama at the end of the day, but I think it's gonna be a I think it's gonna be a hell of a game, and I think we I I think with separating these two in the Heisman finalist board, I don't think Bryce is gonna separate himself. By a by a mile from Matt, I think Matt's going to be on his tail. I think this is going to be a very good game, very close game. But Bama's still Bama; they're going to get the dub. Um, so, me and you are also calling for Syracuse, Florida State. How are you feeling on that one? Hey, let's let's just let's look let's look at the history books real quick. So, Florida State started the year zero and eight in nineteen seventy four. Their only their only win that year was at Miami. That's a shot at you, by the way. Fuck you. Hey, 0-5, calling it. Syracuse going to get that dub. All right, okay. I'm actually riding with you, man. I'm riding with uh, Syracuse. Florida State just looks awful, which sucks because, dude, I love Mackenzie Milton. You know, I love I love that guy, dude. I really do. What a, what a story for him to come back. And I hope, even though I despise Florida State with a passion of a million sons, I would like to see McKenzie have some success, but at the same time, I just my hatred for Florida State is so strong. I'm a ride with the orange. Uh, I am predicting on the Virginia Miami game. I, I still don't think Miami is a great squad. Um, you know, my favorite team in college, but I do think we're going to get this dub. I think Miami's going to kind of get back on track. That 69-0, you know, that tune-up game. I think it's going to kind of put us back in track a little bit. I, I'm a call for Miami this weekend. Um, Tyler, you and I both are calling for UConn Vandy game. This is a hell of a game. That, that the UConn Huskies, I think, zero and five, getting blown out every week versus the one and one and four or one and five Vandy of SEC. Who, who are you calling for this game, Bob? Man, this is a trash ass game. Trash yes, it ass. is. Man, just everything about this is terrible. It, terrible it screams. It screams a terrible football show. You know that's what we need to do, Tyler. Every week is that we need to we need to predict on just a really bad matchup every week of bad teams, just for the sake of our show. And this is this is the best one to, to name too. You right? I'll take out man. <laughs> Damn, <laughs> this, is this is like this. Is, this might be one of the hardest ones to pick too. <laughs> like, like if, if it could end in a zero zero tie, I wouldn't be surprised. <laughs> damn, bro, I'm actually gonna ride with Vandy on this one. I'm right. UConn just looks so damn bad, man. They look so bad, dude. I'm gonna ride with Vandy. At least Vandy knows how to win. They won one game. Oh yeah, I mean, and also keep in mind, also, yeah, keep in mind, keep in mind, UConn didn't play last year. Keep that in mind too. Yeah, and also Vandy hasn't played Vandy. <laughs> yeah, so, true. You know, you can't gonna beat Vandy, man. They gonna beat them. All right, you're calling for the Huskies. Let's go, Huskies. All we right. gotta be different. All right, man. I seen, I, I seen your college record. Hey, fuck you. That's a shot. <laughs> hey, we're we're gonna bring it back. We're gonna bring it back. All right, Tyler, you got you got two more games that you're calling for. I only have one more. I'm gonna go ahead and name my one. I am gonna be calling. On the Charlotte 49ers and Illinois, I'm calling for Charlotte in this game, baby. 
over Brett Belima's Illinois squad. Let's go, Charlotte 49ers. That's who I'm pulling for in this game. It's the random game I spotted. I'm like, yeah, I'll throw out a Hail Mary on that one. Let's see what happens. Let's go for the Charlotte 49ers on that one. Uh, your last two games, my friend, you have number 18th ranked uh, Fresno State going to Hawaii. Who are you calling in that one? It's really not who I'm calling. It's about how much I'm calling. Ah, one of those. Okay, I got you. It's a, it's a Fresno by 31. By 31. 41-10. Ma'am. Actually, that's... Actually, I don't know if I don't know if I'm going to score ten points. Man, you, 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 we get into the college segment, and you just start roasting me left and right. Like, what's your what's your deal, dude? Like, come on, man. Uh, hey, what what you going to do? Get some college games right. <laughs> that's what. Well, that's what we're going to try to do. Damn it, we're going to bring it back, baby. I'm going to have. I'm going to go seven and zero this weekend. Then who's going to be talking? Me. All right, your last game that you're calling for is 22nd-ranked Auburn at LSU. What, what are you thinking on that game? Man, LSU is going to beat Auburn. Okay. Ron Harkin just fired his wide receivers coach. Okay. It's not looking good. I'm taking LSU. And it, it, if I'm not mistaken, that game is at LSU at yep. night, right? Correct. Oh, yeah. Easy. They're going to win. Easy. Right. They're going to win. They're going to win. They're going to be back. They're going to be back ranked and everything, you know. It sucks, too, because Arkansas is about to play Auburn. And that is a ranked team right now, which might not be ranked whenever they come to uh, to Fayetteville. True, true. All right. Which means tickets might actually be a little bit cheaper, and I might, swing, might have to swing up there, you know? <laughs> there you go. There you go. That's thinking ahead right there. That's thinking ahead. All right, so we're locking it in. You're, you got Notre Dame. You got Fresno by 31, Arkansas, LSU, Syracuse, Alabama, and UConn. Lock it in. Can't wait to see how these games all play out. I, I what um, last question? What, are, what what's your most excited game that you're looking forward to this weekend? Are you are, is it going to be like Arkansas Georgia? Are you really looking forward to that Cincinnati Notre Dame? I'm pumped for the Cincinnati Notre Dame game. Yeah, yeah, but I'm hey man, the Arkansas Georgia game, college game day and everything. True, that's, that's a big one right there. True. Like it's either going to shut a lot of people up in Arkansas or it's going to rile them up even more, which is. Let's, let's bring it back. Okay, a couple of years ago, Arkansas was one of the worst teams in college football, right? And Arkansas State was out there rolling with Blake Anderson. True. Oh, how the tides are turning, man. That, that is – of course, they scheduled the game. Yep. Now, now they did. Now, and now Arkansas, they found the coach. They're actually doing decent. And Arkansas State is looking like a damn laughing stock with Bush Jones. It's – man, it sucks. Maybe Bush this will guy. get it together. We'll see. He didn't get it together at what? Tennessee, I think, is where he came from. Yep. Yeah. Maybe he'll get it together. We'll see. <laughs> he's not he's not gonna be there long enough even no. if he does get it together. <laughs> you stepping right. stone. Back back to the stepping stone. Yep, that's yeah, that's that's all it's gonna be. All right, let's uh let's finish the show off beautifully with talking about NFL picks and breaking down some fantasy stuff very briefly here. All right, so Let's kick things off with our Thursday night game, um, Jacksonville at Cincinnati. This is going to be an interesting matchup in terms of you got two number one overall picks going against each other, two number one overall picks who played in a college national championship game against each other, Joe Burrow and Trevor Lawrence. I'm, I'm going to ride with Cincinnati at this point. As long as Urban Meyer is the head coach of the Jacksonville Jaguars, I'm going to be riding against the Jags every single time. 100% agree with that on that. Yep. All right. Uh, hopping over to our Sunday games. These are for noon. We have Tennessee going to New York, uh, New York Jets. I feel like that's an easy lock of Tennessee. Oh, yeah. Too easy. KC at Philly. This will be interesting. Oh, uh, that's good. I mean, because Philly got beat by Dallas, I'm going Kansas City. Yeah, I'm gonna ride with KC on this one. They just lost two straight, man. You got to think they're gonna bounce back eventually, right? Carolina yeah. at Dallas, though, this might be an interesting game, dude. This one might actually be one of the better noon games on for this week. Man, I know this, this is a tough one, dude. I know. This, this, this man, Sammy is Sammy, dude. dude you know, Carolina, man, <laughs> gonna ride with Darnold. I like to see it. Man, I really don't know who to pick on this one because I, I, I'm I'm with you, dude. I'm on the Sam Darnold train right now. I am on Carolina's train, but, I mean, Dallas, I hate to say it, you know, because we have our cowboy dick rider friend Brady. Dallas has looked pretty good. 
you know, I hate to say it, but they have. Um, I'm going to ride with my gut, dude. I'm going to ride with Carolina. I, I, I said last week or the week before I'm riding on that train. I'm going to keep going with it. Uh, the Hopefully Giants, Robbie Anderson actually does something because he's been – Yeah, true. He's making, he making me look terrible right now. <laughs> <laughs> hey, he'll, he'll, be, he'll get it together. He'll get it together. Uh, what, about, what about the Giants at uh, New Orleans? How you feeling on this one? Don't even ask that. <laughs> Come on. Man, New Orleans easy. Uh, easy. Yeah. I do that New Orleans defense is tough. <laughs> All right. So this is actually going to be potentially a really good game as well. Cleveland at Minnesota. And, you know, I came across an interesting stat. Um, the stat, obviously, of course, being from one of my favorite troll accounts. But the stat's legitimate. Over the, like the last like thirteen games, man, um, I think it was thirteen games that they named off. Yo, Kirk Cousins has legitimately been on fire. Like I know a lot of people rag Kurt, and a lot of people say Kurt's the problem and stuff like that. But right now, honest to God, the problem is that he doesn't have a defense. That's the problem. Like his defense has not been there to support him. I'm actually trying to pull up this uh, this stat for you right now because when I read it earlier and I fact checked that, that was actually very impressive. Uh, Kirk Cousins has thrown 32 TDs and three interceptions with a 114 passer rating over his last 13 starts. But no one talks about that because it's Kirk Cousins. You know, it's Kirk Cousins. So no one talks about it. Kirk Cousins is the guy that you talked about when trying to trade him Nick on fantasy a few years ago. Kirk's going to either get you 30 points or he's going to get you three points. (laughs) That's how we we see Kirk. But, you know, Kirk and uh, the Vikings, man, they put up a pretty good fight against uh, Arizona, who is one of my favorite teams in this this season. I think Kyler's going to put on an MVP performance. So Cleveland and Minnesota. That's 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 honestly a, a tough pick, man. I think this is going to be a hell of a good noon game. What are you feeling on it? Man, dude, it is a good game. Hard game to pick. Yeah. The Kirk has been on fire. Damn. Man, I really want to pick Minnesota. But I'm going to take Cleveland just because. Uh, I'm going to ride with the Vikes on this one. Finally got something different. Yeah, I know. I, I, my heart does <laughs> want to pick Cleveland, man. I like you know, like I said before, the Browns are my second team, so I do want to roll with the Brownies. But uh, I, 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 I do like what I'm seeing out of the Vikings uh, this season. Besides their defense, their defense needs improvement. But we'll see if the, the Vikings can pull this one out. Detroit and Chicago. I've already said I'm Paul. Uh, you Detroit's got a new fan for this weekend. Please, Detroit. Please. Houston and Buffalo. I'm assuming Buffalo. That's the easiest one on this whole paper, probably. <laughs> I agree. All right, what about Indianapolis and Miami? Two two really bad teams right now going head to head. Dude, I don't know, man. <laughs> I want I want to I want to take Indy, but you know, fuck it. Let's go Miami. <laughs> going to Miami, okay. Uh, I'm a rock Indy on this one. Uh, sooner or later, Indy will get it together. <laughs> I mean, their defense is too good, you know, on paper, on paper. Their defense is too good. They'll they'll figure it out eventually. It's just a matter of when. All right, our final noon game, we have Washington at Atlanta. Damn, Jeremy. I'm going to Washington. <laughs> all right, all right. Um, ah, this is a... This is a tough one to pick, man. This is a tough one to pick. Um, it's tough. It's also tough because what Buffalo did to Washington. That's why I'm picking them because they just got they're gonna rebound and they're gonna be like, man, fuck Atlanta. Yeah, yeah. All right, that's fair. Um, I'm arrive with Washington. I'm arrive with Washington. First thought, best thought. All right, next up, uh, Seattle at San Fran, big in division uh, rival uh, game on that one. How you feeling? Dude, it's always it's always one of the receivers that pops off. I know, I know. <laughs> so it's got it's got to be Seattle. I hope it's got. I hope it's DK because he's on my fantasy team. <laughs> <laughs> Please be DK that pops off this week. Um, this is a tough one. Didn't Seattle just come off a loss? Didn't they lose to who? They lose to this past week. That's a good fucking question. Uh, let me look at last week's sheet here. Seattle lost uh, to Minnesota. Naturally. Yeah, they lost to Minnesota. <laughs> Feeling a little bit better on yeah, Minnesota. Tennessee, back. back to back. Uh, 
Man, this is a tough one, man. Seahawks are one of my squads at San Fran. San Fran, man, they they did look good against the Packers. You know, they lost in the last thirty seven seconds, but they did look good. Um, I'm gonna go with Seattle. I think they're gonna have a bounce back game. Arizona at the Rams. This is gonna be a hell of an afternoon game. Yeah, Rams with a I'll, big uh, dub. Rams <laughs> with a big dub against Tampa. Yeah, hopefully, hopefully Woods decides to show up. Yeah, he's on your squad and actually and actually get some damn catches, or he's about to be permanently benched. <laughs> <laughs> hey, it's Cooper Cup show, baby. Damn, my boy. <laughs> I wish it was Robert Woods, man. That's what I get. So who, who you rolling with on this one, Arizona or the Rams? Man, all because of the fail Murray. Or the Hail Mary or whatever. Fuck Arizona. We're going to Rams. Um, I would like to see Arizona win just to continue my Kyler Murray MVP prediction. But I'm going to ride with the Rams, man. Stafford's a little too damn good. Pittsburgh at Green Bay. I'm locking in Green Bay on this one. Man, I'm taking Pittsburgh just to, just to switch up some uh, – some picks with me because man, I'm only one game away from you, or I'm one game ahead of you. Man, let's 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 tighten the gap and let's just blow it up, man. All right, all right. Baltimore, Denver. This could potentially be a decent game. Who you taking? Um, I think I'm gonna roll with um. This is, I'm gonna roll with Baltimore, man. They they just they they just seem like they know how to win right now. Like they're they're get they're, it's coming close, it's coming down to the wire. They barely beat the Lions, but it hey, a win's a win, man. They're they're, they're just playing scrappy is the what best way to put it. Yeah, I'm, man, I'm gonna take a uh, Denver. Hopefully, Javante Williams starts to pick it up and comes the lead. Man, you're back, only picking you know? Denver because I pick Baltimore. Shut the fuck up. Man, I ain't gonna lie, dude. I did write down Den- I did write down Denver because that's why I thought you was going. <laughs> okay, that's fair. That's fair. All right, this is a, this is obviously the biggest game of the week. Sunday night football, Tampa Bay at New England. I'm assuming we're both just locking in Tampa, right? Yeah, I'm not taking that loss. <laughs> Monday night football, Vegas and the Chargers. This could actually be a pretty solid game as well. Vegas has looked pretty legit, dude. Vegas uh, three and zero right now. Well, you know, they're just like Fifth Magic. Give them a couple weeks, and they'll start to they'll start to tank. That's fair. That's fair. Uh, I think I'm gonna go with. Um, <sighs> it's at the, it's at Los Angeles. Um, I think I want to ride with the Raiders. Is it, I think who I want to ride with, man. I'm a. I think I want to ride with them until they prove me otherwise not to ride with them. So. Um, where did the Chargers play? Who did the Chargers play last week? Oh, KC. That's right. They they did beat KC. It's a very good win for them. And this is just gonna be an overall really good game. Um, I do like Herbert. I do like Herbert down there in Los Angeles. I'm gonna ride with the Raiders. I'm gonna ride with the Raiders. Uh, Carr is playing out of his fucking mind right now. I'm gonna ride with the Raiders until they prove me otherwise. Larry, rest in peace. Carry me to victory on this one, bud. Yeah, I'm taking. I'm taking uh, Las Vegas as well. All right, lock it in. Lock it in. Feeling good about it. Feeling good about it. Uh, all right, our fantasy league, a terrible fantasy league standings. Um, my boy Nate, who is a Raiders fan, he is 3-0. and We're the only undefeated team in the league right now who will not trade you, Darren Waller. Just go ahead and give that up. Um, Tony is 2-1 and one at second place. Dave is 2-1 and one in third. You're 2-1 and one in fourth. J-Max 2-1 and one in fifth. Brady's 1-2 and two in sixth. Andrew 1-2 and two in seventh. I am 1-2 and two in eighth. Jimmy 1-2 in ninth. And Brandon 0-3. Oh uh, we're going to bounce back. Hey, hey, hey we're going to bounce back. All right, we're going to bounce back. It's okay. I'm not worried. I have no worries right now. I have bounced back before. All right, let's be real. Because let, let's let's take a trip back, Tyler, because I think you can agree with me on this. I think it was two years ago in our big our fantasy league with all of our former coworkers and stuff. Yeah. I, got, I got shafted from the playoffs, Okay. Because of Ron, Ron shafted me because he beat me early in the season. Is the only time we played, and it, and the the tiebreaker was based on you know that win. All right, I got shafted in the playoffs. I think this was was this you and Brady or you and Tim that year in in the finals. 
this is the second year? I think so, yeah. Uh, Brady because he beat me. Okay. I absolutely I won. <laughs> I absolutely demolished in that you know the losers bracket. I should have been in the playoffs. I went on a hell of a run after starting like one and four and just basically mostly won out the rest of the year. And I destroyed the losers bracket. It wasn't even close. I should have been in the playoffs that year. So we'll bounce back. I've done it before. I'm not worried about it at one and two in eighth place. We'll get it together. We got to get some trades going. Got to get some trades going, get some players. I want Hawk the Cock from you. And we're I'm gonna, trying to give me some toes of G Fuel. I know you want some G Fuel. You <laughs> you basically come over here and you're just like, hey man, you got any G Fuel I can have? I mean, come on, bro. <laughs> That's basically you anytime you go over my house. I can't get no trades. I might as well try to give me some G Fuel while I'm at it. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. Uh, do you have any uh, quick fantasy thoughts for this week? Uh, starts, sits, trades, drops, ads. Um, let's see. I'm looking at it. Um, I would definitely start Cincinnati defense. I did pick them up strictly for this game. Um, I would even I would Buffalo. go ahead. I would, yeah, Buffalo. Buffalo is a good start. Uh, I would start Detroit defense at Chicago, honestly. I really would. I don't think it's going to be a bounce-back game for Chicago. It just depends. If if Bill Lazor is the play caller for Chicago, it might be a different story. Um, so I, def- I think Cincinnati defense is going to be a good start on that front. Um, I, I'm going to keep riding with Sam, dude. If you get Sam Donald, I'll keep riding with him. Don't feel, don't feel shy about it. I will say also for Houston, even though I think Houston is going to get just really beat by Buffalo, Josh Allen's going to put on a clinic. Uh, I still I still would say start Brandon Cooks, man. He's going to get his touches. I mean, the guy's gotten 20-plus points all three weeks in a row now. It's going to decline at some point. But I think we're going to keep it going. Uh, Brandon Cooks, I mean, he's the number one weapon down there in Houston. So, good, comfortable pick there. Uh, the Seattle one, man, that's tough. Is it going to be Lockett? Is it going to be DK? We don't know. You know, we don't know. Um, well, hey, we just know it's not going to be Chris Carson. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's true. I would say also start Tom. Tom, I know for like with our league and how our points are set up, I know Tom almost got fifty points uh, last week. I believe is what it was. I'd have to go back and look. I think I think Dave Dave's got Tom and Dave and me played and Dave, and Dave beat me pretty much thanks to Tom. Um, so I would go ahead and start Tom this week. I would against New England. You know he's going to come out slinging. You know he is, dude. He's out for blood. Um, I think that's going to be a good start there. Uh, I do like Derek Carr start against the Chargers because Derek Carr he's been playing phenomenal recently. Um, that's all I have off the top of my head. Uh, I'll have more f- set and starts on Sunday at a terrible FB show Twitter. Tyler, what about you? Do you have any quick ones that you want to throw out here now? I got some quick pickups. Uh, right, what's up? What's up? Let's go, uh, Peyton Barber. Peyton Barber. What? He might be the starter. I think. I'm sure. I don't fucking know. <laughs> <laughs> hey, he went. He went. He went ham last week. That's all I know. All right, okay. Uh, if you need a tight end, don't be scared about Dawson, uh, Dawson Knox. Like he going he's getting his he's getting his touches. I was scared and, uh, about Dawson Knox. I want that record to be known. See, I say I say that every every year. I'm like, man, I'm, I think I'm gonna pick a uh, Dawson Knox up to be my tight end, and it never happened. Never happened. Also. The amount of disrespect Emmanuel Sanders is getting right now, like, don't nobody start him. Nobody cares about him. And this man is out out there cooking on the field. Like, she might do, be, even be doing a little bit better than uh, Stephon Diggs. I ain't going to lie to you. But, uh, hey, him, Patrick, Denver, oh, Hamler's uh, towards ACL. Time for Patrick to uh, step up to the plate. And then I'm going to throw out a, a stash player. You pick this guy up if he's available, which he probably more likely is because he he got a, he sat out because he's about to get traded. Marlon Mack, pick him up. This man is healthy. He's going to help somebody. Hopefully it's Buffalo. I ain't going to lie to you. We kind of need a little bit better running game. So, Yo, if yeah, back Marlon went to Mack. Buffalo, that would, be, that would be electric. Dude, that – I would love that. <laughs> like, I know we got, I know we got Singletary and uh, and Moss, but man, I Mac, Mac Tech, that'd be good. And dude, Rashawn Bateman, from, yeah, uh, yeah, he was just activated. Minnesota. Hey, 
he's gonna be he's gonna be available in almost everybody's league probably because he's been hurt. Hey, fire it up. Go pick him up. Also, just for uh, clarification for anyone who does not know, he said Minnesota. That he's just referring to uh, his college. Rashad is on the Baltimore Ravens. Uh, just for clarification, yeah. in case someone didn't know. Hey, this is a terrible. Yep. Terrible show. Okay. Yep. Yep, and uh, a couple things I do want to double down on uh, is I do want to double down on on uh, Patrick in Denver. Uh, that is a good that is a good call there. I have him on my team, so I, I definitely feel you, man. You know, Judy is out, uh, Hamler is out uh, for the season now. So yeah, Patrick's going to get some looks, dude. You're right. Uh, and then I'm you know after think you know you mention it and think about it, dude, you're right. Marlon Mack, man, go if you got the spot, snag him. Let's see where he's going to get traded. I mean, if he if he gets traded somewhere where he's not going to get a lot of looks, yeah, I mean you can just cut him then. But you're right. Go ahead and snag Mac if you got the spot for it, dude, because he could go to could go to Buffalo. It could be pretty solid for him. But uh, I think that's going to do it for the show, boys. Uh, I need to go get this edited for a one day turnaround here. Uh, Tyler, you got any last thoughts that you want to share with the listeners? Any last predictions? Any feelings? Anything like that? You know, what's for dinner tonight? You know, how, how you feeling? That is a good damn question. That that brings us back to our old school days right there. When you just walk up to your little coworker, hey man, what's for dinner? Yeah, what, well, fuck, what? I, man, I don't know what's for dinner. <laughs> what <laughs> no, you eat last I, I really night? don't know. What you eat last I night? I really don't. I really don't. Know. <laughs> Shit, it might be a hot pocket. To be honest with you, it might be a hot pocket. <laughs> I think we're gonna do a pork chop over here tonight. Uh, with some you getting fancy <laughs> pork chop with some uh, roasted vegetables. I think that's gonna be the play tonight. Damn, look at you over there. Well, you hey, must be got like a raise or something. No, 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 no. Just hit up a good sale. <laughs> Just hit up a good sale. That's all it was, man. You got to hit up that, the sales. Is that an Edwards Food Giant little plug? No, 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 no. They got no. the meat? No, they do got the meats. No, 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 no. Uh, but I think that's going to be dinner for tonight. But uh, hopefully you guys enjoyed this show, though. I don't have any more thoughts or anything. So, Tyler, are you good? You feeling good? You feeling good about it? Hey, go check out the other podcast. They need some love over there, too. Hey, shout out. Look at Tyler throwing the plugs. Hey, that's what I'm talking about. Hey, we're getting there. We're getting there. We're getting better. We're learning. We're growing. You know, it's going to be a good time over here. Hey, uh, I'll listen to them. I don't even know what they're talking about. Hey, okay. see, see, be like Tyler. Be like Tyler. Go listen to their shows, even though you don't know what we're talking about. It'll be a good time. I promise. We'll make it a good time. Um, but yeah, if you could just follow the show, uh, just follow Sparky three in general, man. We got a lot of different things in the works right now. We have a movie podcast that's coming out soon. We have a bullshit shoot the shit podcast coming out soon. We've got some stuff in the works behind the scenes that we're really proud of. Can't wait to launch the world. Hopefully you enjoyed this episode. If you did and we understand why, hopefully your team does absolutely phenomenal this weekend. Hopefully everyone has a good weekend watching some great games. We got a lot of good games lined up for this weekend in both college and the pros. So shout out to that. With that said, until next time, guys, have a good one. See you. Love you, Troy.